Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's The Uggs. Jamie? Well, I don't know what it takes to make a woman come. I've never fucked a woman before. Paula? I think she knew her feet smelled, but she just did it on purpose. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode... See, I took my glasses off. It is episode 203, Paula. Wow. (laughs) Sorry. My throat is a little sore today. Are you ill? I don't know if I'm ill or if I've just uh, had some allergies that resulted Mm. in a little bit of a sore throat post-nasal drip situation. So I just woke up with a, a sore throat. It was weird. Weird. Well, my, my 21 year old actually was sick. She didn't have strep throat, but we took her to the doctor to get a, get a swab to make sure that's exciting. (laughs) Don't you love that? There's no cool way to get a strep throat swab. You try and sit there and be like, I'm not going to gag. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to, I'm going to breathe through my nose. I'm going to breathe through my nose. Okay. Open wide. It's like, very good. You're like, oh my God. It's like they almost do it on purpose to get that nice, slick, mucusy crap off the back of your throat. It's like they want your tonsils to like press forward as hard as possible. It's like your throat anus. It's like, just poke it and it'll, it'll just go and just close up. How much do you need? Uh, Yeah, it's no fun. But anyway, so she had that done tested negative so she had to do you know the chloroseptic you know that throat spray yeah advil and she laid around for two days and i don't know what you know what i'm literally the most uh non-sympathetic parent ever and i'm like uh so are you feeling better already because you've been home for two days and like you haven't moved and i'm just wondering i mean if you're really really sick i mean that's one thing but if you're just milking this, I'm just curious. Like, did you need to take a break from life? Which I completely understand. But let's just be honest with each other. You're laying around like a slug. What are we doing? And she's like, no, mom, I don't feel well. And I'm like, all right, then take some Advil. And I gave her, I go, here's some tea. You know, and I said, I, I French braided her hair. I said, go wash your face. Take, you know, take a nice hot shower. You know, let's let's get this show on the road because right. you can keep yourself sicker longer than you need to. It's like we're changing your sheets, we're vacuuming your room, we're getting things. You know, we're gonna sanitize everything and we're gonna get you cleaned up. You know, yeah. it's like clearly you don't have any, you don't have a, you know, any kind of bacterial issue here. So no, it's viral. It's but viral and it should be getting better faster. So sometimes, sometimes what happens though, and this, and I do this to myself is like if I'm truly ill and I do all of those things and I still feel like shit then I know I'm sick right if you clean yourself up wash your face get on some deodorant put on some clean clothes you know I you know do your hair I don't mean like go crazy I just meant I braided it got it out of her face you know just really I did one good taking care of her and you know I said so how do you feel and suddenly she felt not too bad towards the end of the day And so I said, well, there we go. See, sometimes you just have to kind of push yourself out of that. I feel like crap slump. 
and then suddenly you realize how sick you really were or aren't don't you, you know? get like and maybe this is just me Okay, and I, and I can only acquit it because my kids are still young. So yeah. when they're sick, I don't get angry at them. You know, I didn't. I didn't get angry, but I'm just trying to gauge for like what are we? What kind of level of ill are we really talking about? It's easy to think you're sicker than you are when you're just tired or whatever. But like when Victor's sick or something like that, <laughs> and you know he's just laying in his like pajama clothes. And For the second day in a row. He's pale and unshaven right. and, and just, you know, just hair's kind of messed up and, you know, there's yeah. just cups everywhere and everything like that. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes, I start to get angry and well, I you know get irritated <laughs> and, and I'm not angry at him for being sick. I'm just right. angry at the situation because, yes. and I don't know why. I mean, well, and I'll so I why. could imagine looking at Mackenzie and I, you know, her just laying there like, you know, dirty and, you know, not like put together and right. almost seeming like milking the situation. Well, that's, <laughs> but see, but that's how I gauge it is that if I can, if I can get her cleaned up, and somewhat just put together in a sense that at home, you know, I'm not expecting her to clean or anything. I just, it's a way for me to gauge how sick they are. Like Malia, I do it to Malia too. I actually do. It's like my way of taking their temperature as far, not literally, but as far as like, where are we in the sick process? Because when she was really sick, I I could tell she was really sick. But it felt like, you know, you really can convince yourself that you are you are not getting better yet because you haven't really pushed yourself to well, you haven't shed yourself of the illness you need to kind of start the process of recovery i think the reason that we get irritated with our significant others i wasn't irritated with her it was more of just trying to you know it's what moms do you push the baby bird you know that's yeah, all it is right. but with with significant others I think the reason that I have zero, I mean, zero tolerance, if he had been in the hospital or something, it'd be one thing. But when, when Daryl is sick with just a cold or something, and he's literally incapable of leaving the bed (laughs) because his head is stuffy or something. Um, yeah, I get irritated because you know why? Because I don't have, I'm never afforded the luxury of being in bed ill. I don't even know what that feels like. When I had my intestines removed two years ago, I was not, I... Paula, the day after I got home from the hospital, I had 30 stitches in my stomach. I took my child to school and picked her up. I had no business, no business doing anything, nothing. And then I look back and I told Daryl this like a while ago. I said, I really don't understand how I did that. He goes, well, you really shouldn't have. I'm like, and gee, and did anyone stop me? Did anyone tell me not to do those things? Like, well, what was I going to do? Call her an Uber? Well, I had to go to, I had to go to work. I'm like, exactly. I don't have a home care nurse. I'm not old enough. I just had to live my life. If that had happened to Daryl, I swear to God, his mother would have been here. She would have set up camp in our bedroom because this boy would not have left the bed. He would have been 
fully nursed, like like this was war and peace. He uh, would have been like a hospital here. He would have been like Buddy in Sex and the City in the middle of the night, you know, walking in <laughs> and rubbing Bake's vapor rub on his chest or something. It would have been a very different scenario. So, of course, he'll blame me saying, well, you're the one that wouldn't allow anyone. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. My mom came over and drove me to my doctor's appointment. She refused to allow me to drive myself i wouldn't allow it because there was no other arrangements made what choice was there exactly so anyway my point is when he has a head cold i'm not mean to him or anything i'm just like you know what drag your ass out of bed let's try and sometimes if i'm if i'm feeling particularly generous i'll leave him alone and I'll make him soup or whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't bring it to him or anything like that. He'll have to come down and get it. He has to come down and get it, yeah. Suddenly, one day, he'll wake up and go, I haven't showered in like two days. I'm like, yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I, I, I can I'm embarrassed. You. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, well, there's one way to resolve this. <laughs> so he'll go upstairs and do what baby birds do they get pushed out of the nest and they go and clean themselves and then suddenly they feel a whole lot better i do what i've done with all the men in my life i give them 24 hours of my attention and then beyond that (laughs) they're on their own after that if unless you're really really ill like you know like really if you had pneumonia or something it would be well that's different but i mean you're your standard head colds and flu, unless he's diarrhea and pooping or something. Well, even no, that's true. But see, Victor's the worst kind of illness person. He's the one that tries to do everything for himself. He's like, no, oh, I, I, I can get my medicine. Oh, no, a, I'll, I'll make mm-hmm. my soup. No, here, he's a martyr. Know. And so he'll be mm-hmm. in the kitchen, you know, like after knee surgery, he did this, you know, and he's <laughs> he's got his keys and he's going to drive himself to the pharmacy to pick up his medicine medication and I'm just like what are you doing and I am just he's like well I I gotta get my prescription I'm like I'm going to get your prescription I'm like you had knee surgery two hours ago go sit on the couch he's like well I just didn't want to you know bug you because of Olivia and blah 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 and I'm like Olivia's fine you know what (laughs) that would make me you know what that would make me really but that's just how he is that would make me super angry I'd be like I don't know what this reverse psychology bullshit you're pulling on me who the hell do you think you're talking to? God. I'm like, I can Damn. handle going to the pharmacy with the baby. It's not like, you know, the pharmacy is like a block away. It's not like you're going in your covered wagon to Walnut Grove to pick up some serum. You're just going to CVS. For God's sake. He's always been that way. So, you yes. know, it unless he's, you know, truly. I think that was just maybe still being under anesthesia. I don't know what that was, but. <laughs> But, you know, for the yeah. most part, he tries to, you know, hobble around. And I think he just does it for the, the grandiose display of, of, of you know, how ill he is. It's like, I need to do this for myself. No. If it's past the 24 hours, I'm like, go ahead. You yes. know, make, make your soup. You're like, bye. Hobble. Got stuff to do. Hobble. Do I'm busy playing this game of solitaire blitz. So whatever uh, you got to do, dude. Speaking go, of solitaire blitz, it. I'll be in the bedroom on the bed playing. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, you know, a couple weeks ago, Daryl had a nightmare. Oh, no. And he, I can, I can count on 
it literally, I think it's happened twice in our entire time together where he has woken up in a night, you know, woken up from a nightmare. It just doesn't happen very often. He doesn't remember very much when he sleeps. Yeah. So when he does, it's usually scary or for a guy, it was, he said it wasn't scary. It was stress. It was stressful, but I was laying there and sleeping, of course, cause it was like three in the morning and he starts whimpering and then he starts yelling. And he's not, he's not yelling words. He's just like, you know, he's like (laughs) making grunting male noises. And so I'm like, oh, I think he's having a nightmare because he wasn't waking up. So I like went over and I like held his face and I was kissing him and trying to wake him up. And he's like, thank you. (laughs) That was terrifying. He was so grateful for the rest of the day. For the rest of the day. He must have thanked me like three or four times for waking him up. I go, well, "Well, what was it? He goes, Malia and I were were standing on the deck outside of our bedroom window or because we have a deck from our master. And so it's an upper deck. He He goes, Malia and I were standing on the upper deck and there were guys in our backyard that were hooded and I couldn't see them. And they were walking around our backyard and I was yelling at him to get out of here. And I think the fact that Malia was with him was what was making him like super like defensive and scared. That would be terrifying. You know, what's so weird as I've gotten old, you know, Daryl and I've gotten older together. I mean, we're not 80 or anything, but I mean, just as we've gotten, you know, more mature, he's like a little more manlier than I realized. I don't know why I never recognized it before, but he's actually, you know, because he doesn't appear to be, he's not like the soldier guy or the big burly hunter. But when push comes to shove, the dude is not that scared. It's really interesting. It's very interesting. I think it's just an age thing, you know? I think so too. Either I never noticed it or he's gotten more manly. Well, I think <laughs> explain. Maybe it's maturity. I think it just maybe it's just a phase of life or priorities or Perhaps. it's hard to say because like Victor even said as he got closer I wouldn't say closer to 30, but mm-hmm. he says when he hit that point, you know, when when he was done with the partying and you know just yeah. really th- realized the life was just so empty and he realized that he had a family and all of that stuff and Right. You know, all he really wanted to do was come home from work and be with his kids and his wife. And, you know, that was the life that he wanted. Sure. It was more in his early 30s. And so. Oh, like it took time to mature. I I think it. I think so. And so I think that maybe men just start to, you know, I'm Daryl's always been that man, though. But yeah. Yeah. You know, but maybe there's just different things that, you know, I don't know. It's really interesting, though. Different phases. But that's a scary dream. Oh, I know. Is that scary? You know, I have scary dreams all the time, but that one. God, that, that the fact that it, resa- it resounded, but you know what? You know, add a kid to any nightmare, and it becomes oh my a night god. terror. That's just—I like... mean, my god. I what with my anxiety? I I think of literally every worst case scenario you could possibly imagine. Stephanie thinks she's got that over me. No, no. I I can think of far worse things that could happen than she could ever. I went but... to bed last night. <laughs> <laughs> What? Just a little bit though. <laughs> what? I said oh my I, God. I went. I heard what you said. <laughs> Why? Well, what happened was okay, so this is the stupidest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> okay. We, 
for like the last two nights, for some reason, our big dog Bo has been pooping in the living room. And God damn we're just it. like, why are you doing that? Oh. So I made them sleep in the bathroom last night. Yeah. And so we don't turn the light off, though, because it's like pitch black. Oh, you think they'd freak out in there? We leave the big fluorescent light, but we unscrew the uh, Hollywood lights. Oh, right. So right. it's not, you know, like blazing blazing light but the fluorescent light at the on the ceiling is still on mm-hmm. i woke up in the middle of the night and i'm like oh i think i have to go to the bathroom and so i looked at the bathroom and the light was on and i'm like oh there's somebody in there and so oh. <laughs> i went back to sleep and then oh, i woke no. up again and then i'm like oh there's somebody in the bathroom and so oh then i went back to sleep and i did this for three hours <gasps> and then finally i woke up enough to read realize i'm like oh it's just the dogs and so oh no when i shifted a little oh. bit of pee came out oh god and i was just like oh my god i have to hurry because <laughs> i had held it for so long yeah well your bladder's just like ah! well after two kids my god you oh, know yeah. it there's just... not enough kegels in the world sometimes <laughs> no, when you're holding it that long and well i've had those dreams where i have to pee and in my dream i go in and i'm always in a movie theater strangely and i go into the <laughs> stall and sit down to pee and i'm peeing in the dream and i'm not feeling relieved and i'm like why am i not feeling better and then I wake up and, I, and you're I'm, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Then I get up and I race to the bathroom. But one time I had that dream and I woke myself up because I wet. I wet oh, my pants. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. And luckily, it was before I slept with no clothes on. <laughs> so I had some kind of border between me you and had the a sheet. cushion. At least enough that I didn't wet the bed per se. But I woke up and went, oh, my God. And I like ran to the bathroom. So, I was like. I didn't so want to wake up Victor to change the sheets. I mean, and it really was like maybe like a two inch like you it was know, just enough puddle. to be uncomfortable though. So I just grabbed something, and yes. Olivia she likes to play with her old baby clothes. So it was oh. like a like a newborn onesie that I like found on the onesie, floor, <laughs> a little baby clothes on the floor. <laughs> I laid it down and just like covered it. And so when I woke up this morning, there was like a newborn onesie scrunched at the bottom of the. You're like, oh, the look bed. at this. That's odd. <laughs> so, so Victor woke up. He's like, "What's the matter?" I'm like, "Nothing, nothing." So just go to work. <laughs> just Get out of here. Go to bed. Shut go up. To sleep. <laughs> The Uggs know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you, at least, do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week, brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon store. Here's Paula. Hi, Hugs. It's Paula here to talk about Avon. One of the Avon pages I haven't spoken to you about is the outlet section. Duh. I don't know why I haven't. This area has makeup, skincare, bath and body, fragrance, fashion, and jewelry. And they're all heavily discounted because they are going, going gone. Enjoy your amazing deals. Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at UglyTruth.com slash shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs. Oh, okay. So, by the way, we went to see Beauty and the Beast, oh, the new one. Good. I have to take Olivia and Crystal. Ryan won't want to see it. Um, I don't. I'm, just, 
I mean, no, well, I he might. I don't really. I don't know that he'll admit it. But if I maybe mm. if I say that I'm taking the girls and maybe we'll just all go see it. He'll just like to see the movie, just to go to the movies. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It kind of looks metro. So I mean, I oh, totally. Say I mean that it's just for girls. It's a Disney movie. It's not a girly. It's not like Frozen. You know, I mean, it's it's a Disney movie. Do you know what I saw a meme the other day about Frozen? <laughs> I Did saw you that see one it? too. It's like it's like <laughs> I can't if remember. If Anna it now, and Elsa it. were truly sisters, you know that <laughs> would have used her powers to try and kill Elsa way, way before. before she <laughs> <Yes>. did. <laughs> you know it too. It's true. Oh, oh, she would have froze her. She's like, I'm freezing you now. It's like what? Oh, what? Your feet can't move. Oh, freezer in the I'm ass. I'm wearing your sweater. Oh God. I'm so glad Stephanie doesn't have those powers. Oh, God. She would have really done some harm. <laughs> she already has a frozen heart. There's nothing she more really you does. can do to her. <laughs> so true. Anyway, no, we went and saw Beauty and the Beast. Now, I actually was not looking forward to it. I could care less. I saw Beauty and the Beast, the cartoon movie, when I was, I think I was 19. I was sleeping with my English professor. <laughs> we went and saw it. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I think I was in junior high school. So. Yeah. And so we went to see the film. And so the remake, first of all, I know Emma Watson is a darling of, of film. And I know there's a lot of people who just adore her. I find her boring. I find her very vanilla. I, I don't. She is a. Uh not glamorous she's not the most dynamic actress and i'm talking about just her skills i'm not you know she was a kid actor harry potter she's great honestly she was really cute when she first started i loved her when she was a little girl playing in harry potter but the adult films not not porn i mean the her (laughs) as an adult i haven't seen a whole lot of her films so i i really i don't think she's made any to be honest she's not a she's she kind of reminds me she's kind of like Kristen stewart in that they're beautiful but there's not a whole lot going on facially when they're doing their stuff yeah but Kristen stewart's kind of stupid Kristen. I do not understand the love affair with that girl. I do not understand the it. The only I don't love affair get it. is I don't understand it is because I never saw any of the Twilights because oh, I, yeah. I don't I think vampires are stupid. But Oh my god, I love vampires. I literally have seen every vampire movie ever made. Literally, you I love saw them all. the Twilights. I did. Okay. But, and those weren't real. Those weren't they didn't feel vampire-y at all. Well, I didn't see any of them, but I think that if you're a diehard vampire person, then you probably Mm. kind of fell in love with her character, and so... God, she was so bad in those movies. Well, yes, of course she was, but... It was terrible. But most people probably just by default liked well, her character what i mean is the industry the industry loves kristen stewart and i don't get it i really don't understand it. maybe i'm just too stupid and not well you know, what has she enough. made other than snow white and the huntsman she's done some indie films that uh, there, there was one film that she did with uh i think it was juliette binoche it's like a re- reboot of a, a french film that was actually very good she wasn't that good though everybody else was amazing so she has she does have a film career but they just they, they love putting her in all the magazines and they just love to have her out there and I just don't understand personally but although Emma Watson is not that bad she was she seemed so cardboard in this film you know and and Belle in the cartoon is so dynamic mm-hmm. you know she's such a really strong woman and 
Emma Watson didn't it didn't feel like that very much. Kevin Klein was really good. All the people that voiced all of the the uh, furniture and trinkets in the castle were great. I thought the beast was really good. So I mean there was a lot of great stuff. I thought that the guy that played Gaston was too short because <laughs> you know in the cartoon Gaston is huge and in, in the movie, in the real life movie, yeah, it, I thought he's that short. too. In the previews, it looked like he didn't look you know beastly. Yeah, and I mean not I, beastly like as the beast, but I mean he didn't look like you know burly. Yes, he's not burly, and there's a lot of it that's really good. The last twenty minutes are absolutely worth it, absolutely worth it. It was I cried because well I always cry when I watch Beauty and the Beast, but at the end I really cried. So I'm like okay, it was worth going. I actually didn't think it was going to be worth going to the movies over, but it was. Well, it really good. was. And Olivia's just old enough. Anybody younger than that, I don't think they'd understand it. I think they'd be bored. But okay. but it's beautiful. It's beautifully filmed. I mean, there's a lot of lovely scenery and stuff. It's really, and there's a lot of sad stuff. And they expand a lot on Belle, like where her mom is and stuff like that. So you'll like it. I think you would like it. Okay. Did you guys like Moana? You didn't like Moana, did we you? We did. <laughs> Olivia, she did not like the fact that the grandma died. And oh. she did not like that they brought her back. Really? As the, as, but they even. As like a spirit only to remind you that she was dead. <laughs> so. <laughs> Olivia? She was very sad about that. She cried well, twice in the movie. That's, well, that's good though. That means she's recognizing that things don't last for, I mean, that's kind of a neat thing to see that she has recognition. I don't you know. know. What I mean? She was going to go in her room and cry. And so we told <laughs> her she girl. couldn't go in her room and cry. She had to you stay can cry out with there. Everyone. Cry with us. And so, <laughs> well, none of us were going to cry, but I don't know. Well. Ryan says, this is a terrible movie. He's all, the lessons they're teaching children about running away from home oh, and putting God yourself sakes. in danger. And, you know, he's okay, just a grandpa. He's just Jeez. a protective big brother. And so he just didn't think it was, you know, good content for Olivia. <laughs> so, um, well, all right. I loved Moana personally. I, it reminded me of Pocahontas, The Little Mermaid, and even a little um, Emperor's New Groove. I really loved yes. it. I thought it was, and I love The Rock anyway. So, and I thought the girl was just adorable. I couldn't get past that forehead. It just drove. Oh, me. his forehead! God, it drove me crazy. <laughs> It was quite large and wrinkly. I'm just like, all I could think about was Botox the whole time. It's like, could you just put a big injection in there, please? Smooth that shit out. Well, you guys are way too hard on it. But you know what? When I watch movies like that, like Finding Dory, like, come on, there's really no clownfish looking for his son in the ocean. But I mean, I can kind of remove all reason when I'm watching Disney movies, at least the first time around. Yeah, but you know what? You know me. So it would only make sense that my children would be realist you know <laughs> uh, you guys are not gonna have a good time at disneyland <laughs> we will are you we sure will, i promise ryan won't he'd be like mom that's not even a real that's not aladdin that's a person well olivia just asked me you know because i was taking a bath and she's just like oh she's like that's not the water feels good and then she's just like what's this bathtub made out of anyway and i said i think it's made out of plaster and so Porcelain. she yeah. she wanted to know what the tub was made out of <laughs> 
Well, I can't wait to hear your realist family enjoying the <laughs> happiest magical place on earth. God, know, you guys are going right? to be awesome. People are going to love being near you. The logics go to Disneyland. The logicals go. Jeez, Louise. That should be exciting for you. Anyway, tell me about dance class. What is this dance class you're doing? Okay, are you doing so, it? No, God, no. Oh, I don't know. So Olivia has been begging me to sign up for a dance class, to sign her up for a dance class for years now. (laughs) And you've always said no? No, it's not that. It's just that for a long time we couldn't afford it and so oh, yeah right right um, right cuz those dance classes they're you know they're not so expensive but you know sometimes they do these recitals they require you buy a costume and sure. then the the monthly class is like you know $60 and then you have a registration yeah. fee of like $100 and yeah it definitely adds up you know now we have two girls and so it was just not in the budget that we could do it finally we we've been able to you know get our stuff together and so I found a class that both girls could take because they were in the same age bracket really and well it's basically six and up it's a hip-hop class oh that's kind of cool they love it they are so excited when I drop when we went to go drop them off Olivia opened her door and she started sprinting to the door and she's like Aww. bye mom she was just that is so, so great. You know that means her, that also means she's ready. She's ready to do extracurricular activities. Yes, she That's was exciting. so excited. And so far, Victor's just like, "How much is this costing me?" He's like one of those dads, right? But they practice. They do their little routine. Crystal loves it. She's you know way into it. She's the oldest one in the class, but right. not by a lot because there's you know there's. She's 13. There's 12-year-olds in the class. Well, and honestly, if she advances, they'll move her into the next level anyway. Yeah, they'll move her into something else. Well, that's exciting. So when's the first recital? I think they said July. So okay. we'll right. be sure to let everybody know. What's the um, name of the, the dance team? I don't think they have a name oh, yet. They don't or, have like a, like all-stars or elite or anything like that? No, nothing like that. Okay. They, okay. They've, they've only learned the first portion of the dance. And so there's three portions. And right. so they just have to catch up by learning the first portion. Which, so be honest. How's Olivia? Is she coordinated? Or oh my what? god, Jamie, she's way into it. She Oh really? She is so into it. Is she coordinated though? Does she look like she knows what she's doing for a seven year old? She's coordinated, but the problem is is she adds her own moves sometimes because Oh, she, she improvises, does she? She gets into it. I see. So like when they have to like walk, walk, turn or something yes. like that, she like whips her head and <laughs> you know. Do they want her to do that? I just try and remind her. I said, Olivia, I said, you have to do what everybody else in the class is doing. And so then like they do this thing where they put their hands on their knees and they tap their foot. Well, she likes to twerk instead of tap her foot. And I said, Olivia, I said, you can't twerk when everyone else is tapping their foot. No, you really need to go ahead and just be part of the group. Follow the class. And so we were practicing (laughs) and well, this should be interesting. 
it was just the whole thing so i can't wait i'm so excited i cannot wait <sighs> yeah it's a yes it's a it's an interesting class that's for sure interesting well Welcome to the world of extracurricular activities. Speaking of extracurricular activities, yes. Ryan brought a paper to me. He asked me if he could join track and field at school. Is he going to do like shot put? Well, I told him to do shot put. He wants he to should. do discus. That's so, the same thing. Well, I mean, kind of. Kind of. And he's I'm still just flinging like, things far away. Flinging things. And then he's going to do the 100 yard dash right. and the 200 meter, which is just like half half the track. Is he a fast runner? I don't really know. I well, mean, I guess we'll find out. When he's racing Olivia, he beats her and well, she's pretty fast. Let, let me see. Let me see. <clears throat> well, I'm just going to ask it the way I'm going to ask it. You live in a very diverse town. Yeah. Is he going to get is he going to get his little lily white legs blown out the door? Well, I'll put it this way. We do <laughs> live in a diverse town. Yes. But the school that he goes to Mm-hmm. Is, is not so he could so so he he may he, he stands, stands a, chance, a chance is what you're saying <laughs> he stands a chance he's surrounded by a bunch of little fontal but even if he doesn't i think <laughs> yes. he's just excited because all his friends are doing it oh that's you know what that's the whole point and i mean it's so, the whole point but now he'll be practicing every tuesday and thursday and girls have dance class on Wednesday, so awesome. Things are going to be getting busy around that's here. That's good. Yeah. That's good for them. That's that's exactly what it's supposed to be like. You're supposed to be sick and tired of seeing all these mothers. Yeah. That's the whole point. So Okay, and then what's with the cologne? <laughs> okay, so what's going on? He's eleven, right? Yes, he's I 11. assume we're talking about your son. I don't so how old was Tyler when he got his first cologne? Tyler hated cologne. Oh. He likes deodorant that has no scent. Okay. He's he's big on not smelling. Smelling uh, in any capacity. He is like our father. The the boy does not emit odor at okay. all. He's okay. one of those lucky few men who just doesn't have a smell when they're dirty. I mean, he smells dirty when he's dirty, but not BO or foot odor or anything hey, like I'll that. Hey, I'll be honest. I can go like two days without deodorant and not smell like BO. Yeah, I don't have BO either. I I wear deodorant because I can if I smell my skin, if I smell just smell, I can't. I mean, I'll I struggle. only get BO when I get nervous. Really? Yeah. I don't get BO. I mean, maybe I do, but I mean, no one's ever complained in my whole life. Like, never. I mean, if I'm wearing deodorant, then I don't, obviously. But well, if no. I decide not to wear deodorant that day for whatever reason, and then sure. later I, you know, for whatever reason, happen to get nervous, <laughs> then sometimes when I get nervous, I sw- <laughs> I just put my fingers under my arm. I totally could do that. Smell my <laughs> I will get BO. And then I'll also sweat on my back, which is exactly what dad does. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, Tyler, um, you know, doesn't like cologne. I think he had Axe spray Mm -hmm. uh, when he was in middle school and he never, ever went through a whole can Mm -hmm. ever. I do remember wishing that he would go through the cologne phase, but he never did. Okay, so basically, you know, Victor has this cologne, and here's the thing about colognes. Uh, does Daryl wear cologne? N- uh, n- no. Okay. He has it, but he rarely wears it. Okay, so when Victor and I first got together, 
I bought him a really expensive cologne from Macy's. It was okay. like $85. Oh, that's a lot back then. And yeah, but I loved it. It smelled good. I wanted to get him like a nice expensive present and sure. so all that stuff. So fast forward to today. He still wears that same cologne. Okay. Okay. You can buy that cologne on the internet for $20. <laughs> Okay. So I feel like a schmo because like I didn't realize that expensive colognes basically lose their value over time. Well, because new ones come out and, you know, but I'm just like, what if you want to, but I don't want him to change the cologne, you know, who cares then? It doesn't, you know what? Because I like it. Do you know how many men in Washington, D.C. probably wear aqua velva? (laughs) I mean, it doesn't. No, men don't change. They have a smell. It smells good on them and they stick with it till the day they die. It's just the way it is. I don't really, men don't change. You have to practically force them out of underwear to buy new, to wear new ones. (laughs) Right. They don't like change. So to me, it's like, if it goes down in value and it still smells good, who cares? Like, I don't have a problem with it. The number behind the bottle does not matter if it still smells good right so his father still like his father still wears stetson or something like that so okay. i mean yeah, he's been see, wearing he... that for like 30 years or something God, that's... but that stuff's old anyways you know, you know the thing with men in your life when they have a smell if you smell that anywhere else and you it brings back harkens any kind of negative memory you're just like oh my god does it not make you angry when you smell something and like you know like a an old cologne like old spice or something and you're like oh i hate you and i don't even know who you are <laughs> so ryan has the axe body spray And there's no way to spray that without it fumigating the entire house. Oh, I know. It's like over aerosoled. Even if you just do a little bit. Yeah, it's like a puff. Clouds. And I'm just like, I don't want to smell chocolate musk. in this house anymore for the next eight hours you know i just i don't want i don't want i don't even want to taste it i just don't Ugh. i don't want it to happen and sure. so because he got the little kit that came with like the body wash and the sure. loofah and you know i think he got it for christmas or something and sure. so i told victor i said will you talk to ryan i said i don't want him wearing the axe body spray and he's like well what's he gonna wear and i'm like well then we'll just you know we'll get him a cologne or something you know mm-hmm. he said well why don't you take him to like Rite Aid or the the drugstore and just buy him a cologne? Because I said, well, uh, I'm not taking him to you know Macy's. That's for sure to spend eighty five dollars or you know on <laughs> cologne. Sure. But then I was thinking, I'm like, well, where else can I go that you buy cologne at? And I'm like, I really can't think of a place. And so I'm like, well, well the I, drugstore does sell it. And I said, I guess we can go to like Rite Aid because we're there all the time. So we yeah. went to Rite Aid and we're looking at all the cologne. And I swear it has not changed since high school. It was it was like welcome to the nineties. They had like CK one, Jakar, Jakar, Jakar. Oh my god! They had um, obsession. Oh no! Do you remember that perfume poison that I used to wear? Was it for that? girls or for boys? It was for girls. It was called Poison, and it came in this purple round bottle with a gold spray thingy. I remember you wearing... I thought it was Obsession, but... No, I never wore Obsession. It was too musky for me, but I, I wore Poison. I 
I don't know how I wore that stuff. I, I wore way too much too, by the way. I did not understand regulating right. the scent. Oh my God. I wore way too much of it. And so there were certain ones I knew that just not to try. So I said, well, let's smell the CK1. Because I remember yeah. that being pretty mild. That is so a mild one. So we smelled it and, you know, he didn't really like it. And then for some reason, when I saw Jakar, I was just like, I'm like, why do I hate that one? I couldn't remember. Oh. <laughs> and then I remembered Paul used to wear that all the time. Our stepdad? Yes. Oh, how interesting. Well, you know, he probably wears nothing now because of mom's sensitivities. Mom's allergies. But I remember <laughs> seeing that. And I'm just like, that. God, I'm like, he took a good smelling cologne and just ruined it. <laughs> but um, you, you know which one that I actually really still like? And I, I don't care if, I, if it ages me or not, but I love cool water. I uh, don't care what anybody says. I, I think like we it. did smell cool water. It's very uh, typical. It's very 90s, early 2000s yeah. smelling. No, I li- I actually did like the cool water. and so I don't mind it. Then we smelled Nautica. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He really liked that one. So you, that's what you went with? So we got that one. It was $33, which I'm just like, okay, well, now that I know uh, whenever this runs out, I'm buying it online because I'll never buy it pay. on Amazon. I'll never <laughs> buy, spend $33 on this again. Yeah. So he has his own cologne. So, you know, when he walks around the house, he smells like his little cologne. Now, did you instruct him that this does not replace washing clothing? <laughs> he still has to wash his clothes. Then. Yes. You can't spray your clothes with cologne until you're in college. Yeah. No. Before that, you actually have to wash them in a washing machine. No, we still have to tell him when to bathe and when to do, to wash his clothes. Just escapes their memory. It's so weird. I told Victor, I said, I'm like, you need to talk to him about application, though. <laughs> well, yes. I don't want, you know, five sprays or something like that. You know, this, uh, is, this is just very. Yeah, that's a lot. That is know, a lot. One, two, maybe a three. And, then and you know, the, there's it. nothing there's nothing worse than cologne and bio it's there's just nothing like it so make no. sure he's doing the deodorant thing yeah well. he has his own deodorant i'm sure that's Good. the axe deodorant that's in Man, there, there you something. know there is just nothing more raw than puberty odor i mean whether it's out of their feet or their pits my god and this this goes for both girls and boys God, I. I mean, it's, it's so bad. Do you know? Do you remember our sister had the worst foot over? Oh I mean, God, it was so bad. She would take her shoes off in the car, and I mom know. would be like, "What is that smell? Why would she do that?" I don't know. But what was worse is she'd start to cry. I think she knew her feet smelled, but she just did it on purpose, <laughs> just to like ruin everyone's good time. I don't. <laughs> maybe, but then she'd start to cry. Like, hey, I can't help it. It's like, yes, you can. Put your shoes on, you jerk it was ridiculous i don't know why she did that but she and she did it a lot you know what she did do that to torture us she's so cruel why is she so cruel did it but i mean my god and i know she couldn't help it but i mean no she couldn't still though like it just what are you what are you gonna do but well and you know our mother the hippy dippy mom she's like put your shoes in the sun (laughs) burn it off God. Yeah, because that's going to help. Well, it does somewhat, but, you know, there's nothing like a good can of Lysol either. Jeez. That does wonders as well. Or wash <sighs> them or just something. I don't, I don't know. know. It depends it on so what bad. they were. But, I mean, of course, you know, we probably bought the cheapest shoes that had, like, zero circulation. So Back in the day, there wasn't a whole lot they in were the probably. I know line. we were fans of the... Uh, 
the low level long <laughs> the long white Reeboks that had well, just everybody like the, the Reebok. Everyone liked the Reebok. <laughs> the little th- that looked like boats. Because, little white leather Reeboks. Because we were all top. in puberty and you know, so mm-hmm. we had like, you know, skis for feet. For feet. Especially know, Stephanie. So and she was because she always had really long she had the biggest feet in the family. I know that's so weird because now we're all the same size essentially. We are, but we she literally had, all wear the same size. She too. had these giant skis feet and then oh, she God. had like, you know, toothpick legs and I know. Jeans that were too short. All right. Well, we better do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. no surprise or shock or anything i truly did this to myself but it's just a matter of why did i do this or why do we do these things to ourselves because Mm. that's the awkward part i guess you could say or the ugly part olivia bought a jump rope at the store the other day Mm -hmm. and so we were outside and she was trying to jump rope I was outside and I was barefoot in a pair of sweats and I had a sweatshirt on but underneath I had nothing else on I was you know topless and I had no bra on got it and so she's just like I can't do it and I'm like here let me see this so (laughs) oh no no you didn't so why I, I did 10 jump ropes in did a row. Did you hit your face? Did you hit your face? No, I I did 10 jump ropes on the concrete mm-hmm. barefoot and in front of Victor. Oh. <laughs> well, I was I wasn't facing him, but you know, oh. there was nothing to see cuz I had a big sweatshirt on. And so when I was done, I kind of walked away cuz I hurt my back when I <laughs> did it. <laughs> And so, um, you're all ow. I told Victor, I'm like, wow, I'm all, do you think you could do that? He's like, yeah, he says, but that would probably kill my knees. I'm like, yeah, I'm all, my back is hurting pretty bad right now. <laughs> so God. anyways, that's my, my moment is, is that I just, I, I did 10 jump ropes for no reason on the concrete just because I thought I could. And I did, but I mean, I really had no business jump roping. And was Olivia impressed at all? She was really impressed. impressed well, there you go. Because, you know. <laughs> it's all that matters. But it's just like, you think it's like an old hat, you know, like you right. can just go out there and do it, like riding a bike or something. And there's just <sighs> things we shouldn't be doing. I don't know. And so. Well, I'm just glad you didn't fall. Well, and I was out of breath and everything like that. Well, I'm of course just like, you were. That was really hard. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, I could probably do it, but I, I would be afraid that, you know, well, especially braless. Oh, my God. Well, that hurt, too. So that would be uncomfortable. Just uncomfortable. It didn't feel good. In general. It was ridiculous. I don't know what I was doing. I just. Yeah. The whole thing. It was just a poor choice. But we forget. Sometimes we forget who we are. I'm just glad that you didn't trip and fall or anything on that. That would have been worse. No, that would have been funny. But <laughs> All right. Well, here's mine. So I have a standing prescription that I have to renew once a month for my migraines. Mm-hmm. And I, whether I need it or not, I refill it obviously so that yeah. I have multiple amounts so if like every if you ever run out or whatever I have tons of leftovers so anyway and I don't necessarily go through them every month so I was like okay well I'm gonna 
go do that. Plus, you know, my allergies are just not improving and I need a new allergy spray and I just needed a variety of things. And so I decided that I needed to go inside CVS. Now, lately, I told, I've, I've said this a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, I'm just like really into stand up right now. I, I can't seem to get enough. And I have added quite a few podcasts that are done by stand-up comedians because I find them hilarious and their podcasts are pretty good. And so I've been listening to a lot of comedians podcasts. One particularly is Burt Krushner. Burt Krushner is very funny. He's probably not someone you would like personally, but Mm -hmm. I find him very funny. And he is coming to Sacramento this summer and I'm really hoping we can get tickets. I really want to go see him. I really want to meet him actually. He seems really great. So As you know, with our podcast, just like many others, there's no filter. You talk about whatever you want. You use whatever language you want to use. And that's kind of why I love them so much. And so I'm listening to Burt Crusher in the car and I decide, okay, I'm going to CVS. Now, at that time, Daryl calls. So the podcast gets on my phone, holds, and then I pick up the phone and I'm talking to Daryl. I walk into CVS. I grab all of my meds. It is ridiculously crowded. It's raining. There's like a ton of elderly people in line waiting to pick up their medications. And I'm like, you know what? I've got to wait in line because I need to buy all these other things. So I'm waiting in line. I'm talking to Daryl. And I said, okay, well, there's only two more people in front of me. So I'm going to hang up. And, you know, I'm talking quietly because, you know, there's a lot of people around. And I said, I will, uh, I'll talk to you later. He goes, all right, bye, bye. So he hangs up, he hangs up before I can hang up the phone and my podcast starts playing again, really, really loud in oh, no. line at the CVS. Now it, that's not a big deal, except that when it paused in the car, they were, t- he was talking to two gay comedians who have never had sex with a woman before. Oh no. And they go really loud. Well, I don't know what it takes to make a woman come. I've never fucked a woman before. Ah! Really loud. I was like, oh my God! <laughs> like sitting there trying. And of course, my phone is locked. So I've got to do the security code. And I'm flustered. So I'm, hurt. I'm trying to hurry. And it's not going. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, <laughs> and of course, I'm surrounded by relics, you know? I mean, and they're just like, what in the world? You know, and they turn around, they're like, oh, and I'm like, oh, so I'm so, I'm so flustered. And I finally, obviously I finally get it turned off. I'm so flustered. I turn after I turn it off and I knock over an end aisle display with a bunch of allergy medicine on it. I'm like, this is like a goddamn movie. I can't, I can't do this. I can't be out with people. Get out. Get out. And so then I was like, I need help. I've got to stop listening to all these podcasts. Like I've hit my saturation point really this is ridiculous it was a funny show though (laughs) so but still i couldn't believe it it was so embarrassing embarrassing. and then i get up to the front and the lady's like thanks for waiting so long and i'm like no problem i had some i had things to keep me entertained lots of things (laughs) picking up your inventory off the floor people with who are clearly ill with red eyes staring at me (laughs) wondering who the hell i am and what am i listening to Yes. How so. embarrassing. That's awful. I know. And it was, but it was funny. I couldn't stop laughing. Like I was absolutely hysterical. I thought it was funny because I was so embarrassed that of all the things that I'm listening to, this happens to be the one time yeah, really? that I'm listening to something totally inappropriate. Well, obviously, you know, hands down you win, but thank you. 
Handsome. I thought I had it in the bag this week, but you never know with you. You come out of the woodwork with some pretty interesting adventures. No, just jump roping this week, so. <laughs> Is that the most cardio you've had in a while, or? I think that's the only cardio I've had in a while. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, Take a brisk walk around the block. <laughs> well, I took the dogs for a walk, like, you know. Oh, that's nice. A week or so ago. Oh, so. well, all right, all right. Oh, really quick, before we say goodbye, I wanted to tell you, I... I I don't know if you do this or not because you're not you, you're a different kind of crazy than me. But Daryl accidentally butt dialed me the other day, and I didn't hear anything. I'm all hello, hello. I'm like, oh, he butt dialed me because we had just hung up. So I turned, I I hung up, and within oh thirty or forty five seconds, I thought, what if he was like in an accident or and he was trying to call and he couldn't speak, and so I called him back, and he's like, hello. I'm like, oh, thank God. He's like, what? I go, I. <laughs> I thought you butt dialed me and I thought for sure that you were laying somewhere on the floor of a bank or something and you were trying to reach out to me to, to talk to me before you died. And he's like, what? I'm like, what? I just, I never want to not call you back because you just never know. Like when he calls me when he's coming home, if I'm busy and I'm like, Ugh, I'm not answering the phone. And then within 30 seconds, I'm like, wait, I better call just in case. You know, I always do that. I do that, especially considering what Victor does for a living. Well, Yes, that's true. But I actually stay longer on the butt dial and I just wait and listen. <laughs> and yeah. I did actually. I did linger. I wait and listen until I hear like normal noises or like right. hear someone talking or like, oh, and I'm right, like, okay, right. I'm all it's a butt dial. Yes. And, you okay, know, good. So I'm not alone. Before, yeah. Okay, be- good. Before I, and then I hang up and then I'll, then I'll call anyway. Yeah, and then I'd absolutely. be like, "Oh, you butt dialed me," but I mean, it's so rare that he butt dials me. So, all right, all right. Well, I think that's a wrap for today. Thanks everybody for joining us and uh, for supporting us through our Avon and Amazon links. Thanks for all the downloads. Uh, right, we had a great week last week. So it was a banner year in the Campos house. Yes, it was. So keep up the good work. Thanks for uh, joining us, friends. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand-new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.